When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. Um, I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. So we figured, why not record us thinking and talking about it? So we're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. All right. Back for another mini-sode. Yes. Full of spoilers. Warning. Warning. Red flags. Warning. Don't listen. <laughs> Don't listen if you haven't read. All or... the way through A Court of Silver Flames. Yes. All right. Um, so. Before we... Well, I guess we'll explain what the mini-set is, but then I want to give a shout-out to my reference. You have a reference? Yeah. Well, I, it's not, like, a real reference. It is, but it's not. Go ahead. You can okay. explain what Well, okay, so today we're going to talk through the different, like, courts of Perithian. Um, but even before that, I just had two things in our, like, reading from episode three that gave me, like, spoiler feels. Okay. That I just want to highlight because I didn't catch these the first time. Okay. So when Feyre is interacting with the bog, she starts thinking about happy things. Yes. One of the things she was thinking of was a starry, unclouded night sky, peaceful and glittering and endless. Oh, I love it. That's a happy thing for her. She doesn't I'm, even know yet. Oh, it's going to be beautiful, Pharaoh, anyway. when you find out. Oh, my gosh. So I saw that and legit squealed because I just was so happy. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Reese. Um, just because rereading this, I miss, I miss Reese. That's what's happening. I know. I'm like, why can't I be in the second book already? I know. Um, but once again, speaking of connected to Reese, just a few pages before that, when she is kind, she said, she mentioned something about Perithian. She says, Perithian was ruled by seven high lords. Perhaps this she, whoever, hold on, wait, I can't speak. Oh, okay, so this is when they keep bringing up she, and yes. she's like, we're like, who is she? Um, Feyre goes, Perithian was ruled by seven high lords. Perhaps this she was whoever governed this territory. If not a high lord, then a high lady, if that was even possible. And I was like, it is possible, <laughs> You Sarah. make it possible, You Sarah. will be it one day. And The first. Uh, uh, those just made me happy. So those are my spoiler happy moments from our last reading. That does make me happy. Right? Okay, so now we're going to dive in yes. to the courts. The different courts. We're going to break them down and talk about them. Mm-hmm. You have a reference? I do. I do have a reference. <laughs> so I was like just trying to take notes before this because I want to make sure I had, you know, just at least highlights of things that I wanted to touch on. Yeah. And I Googled, because I started with the Dawn Court just because that was who popped up on my list first. And I was like, Dawn Court, I'm like, who, 
who's their high lord? I couldn't remember anything about them, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to go searching through the books trying to find it. So I was just Googling, you know, right. Dawn Court Agatar. And wouldn't you know, there's an Akatar Wikipedia. Oh, God bless. And it's not like Wikipedia Wikipedia. This is like their own <laughs> Wikipedia, like, thing. It's like its own entity of Wikipedia for Akatar. I love nerds. And I was like, I love you fandom <laughs> so much. So shout out to Akatar Wiki. Whoever made Whoever that. Whoever made that, thank you so much, because you were a great reference guide for me. <laughs> and just make sure I hit all the things I needed. That's amazing. Yeah, so that was my shout out. Um, whoever had that much time is a hero. That's very impressive. Because I'm sure it's extremely extensive. It was so much. They like referenced like when the Dawn Court was mentioned in books. Like they're like, <laughs> oh, in this book it mentions this about the Dawn Court. I was like, how how are you referencing all of this? Right. Are you literally going page by page in oh every my book? I don't and know. then like when a new book comes out, do they go through and update everything? It's a lot of work. Either way, I appreciate your hard work. God bless them. Yeah. So, I know we were going to go in order of kind of the least talked about to the one that we have the most information on. Yeah. So. I think that's a good plan. Which leads us to starting with Dawn, which we know the least about. We know the least. And it is so, we remember the word solar, so it is one of three solar courts. Oh my gosh. You were struggling with that word. Crazy. And it came to me just the other day, like on a plane randomly. I was like, solar, that's the word. But yeah, so it is the first of the northern, no, it's the southernmost court of the solar courts. Correct. Um, okay, so some basic facts about Dawn. Mm-hmm. It's run by someone named Thesan, or Thesan. Yep. Um, their power is of light, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was also Googling, but it just like popped up on Google. I didn't actually click into any pages, mm-hmm. um, but this is probably from that. Uh, website, but it said that they specialized in tinkering, clockwork, and clever things. That is literally uh, what I said. So, yes. Okay, so you. Google referenced Akatar Wiki. God bless you. I know. Yeah. And regarding the power, too, um, it made a note about that the, he gave her the power of life, but it kind of gave her the ability to heal. Oh. Um, which is what they said. I don't know if it's 100% true, and I don't re- remember from the books if yeah. that happened. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to believe this. We're going to believe you, Wiki, because you put in so much work, so I believe you. <laughs> um, they also do have a small aerial legion of winged fairies called Peregrine. Okay. Um, so is this kind of like the Illyrian? I don't know if they're like as big a deal as the Illyrian. I think mm. they're just their fighting legion, because I don't really... They didn't mention, like, any other, like, armies that they had, so gotcha. I don't know if that's just kind of, like, their sole defense kind of okay. thing. Okay. Um, what do you picture when you think Dawn Corp? Like, what, what aesthetic think, does this look like? I think, like, Morocco. I oh. think, like, I feel like the sun's coming down, like, very deserty, like, reds and, like, yellows. And okay. That's kind of what I see. I like that. Aladdin-y type vibes. Yeah. That's what I think. That's really cool. I was picturing, like, like, uh, the movie, not literally her, but, like, the color scheme of, like, the Marie Antoinette movie was what popped oh, into my head. very different. You're very different. <laughs> I was picturing, like, like lots of, like, um, uh, I don't think marble's the right word, but just, like, tall ceilings, like, mm-hmm. white, like a, like, a golden white, like, everywhere, yeah. and just, like. I was picturing something, like, really fancy. I can see that, too, though. I don't know, I like, mean, I think a heaven is almost what was going in my brain. I can, like, yeah, I can see that, too. Yeah. 
I, I love your vision, though. I, I like both. <laughs> we will have to wait and see how it was intended to be. Uh, it's going to be so good. Okay, so that's really... I don't really have anything else no. about the Dawn Court. I would say the one we know the second least about is Winter. Yes, so yeah. one of the four seasonal courts. Okay. Do you want to give a recap on Winter? Yeah, it's probably about as much as Dawn. Yeah. Um, so their High Lord is Callias. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Okay. Um, who's apparently quiet and cunning. Mm. Um, they're one of the three courts that rebelled against Aramantha. Mm. Um, the other two um, were... Who else was it? It was Summer and Day Court were the other two. So the three of them gotcha. were the ones that rebelled. But I feel like... I'm not sure why, but I feel like Winter was the only one that was actually penalized. They had all, the two dozen like younglings that yeah. were murdered. Oh, that's which right. is heartbreaking. Um, I'm not sure why they were the only court that had like severe punishment like that, but they mm-hmm. were. Um, and then really, it's you know they've got dawn to the north, summer and autumn to their south. So yeah. that was really I don't really have much else. I know they have like mountains and polar bears. Yeah. Or white bears. I don't think they're actually polar bears. I think I thought they were. Well, yeah, I guess. Whatever, but I when I picture them, I think like winter. Like I think they like rode it on a sleigh at one point, and I just I love it. It gives me like Narnia vibes. It's like Narnia mixed with the North Pole to me. Yes. Whatever. I mean, granted, we don't actually nobody's ever seen the North Pole, and it's only references. But I feel like Narnia is very much more descriptive about it. Yeah. But and then like in terms of power, I think it's about manipulating ice. Right. Yeah, I think so. Something along those lines. I don't feel like we've really seen the power of, like, winter mm-hmm. displayed in Feyre yet. Right. But also, the thing that reminds me about winter is, we'll call him Kalias because I don't know how to pronounce it otherwise, but he has a wife, Vivian, mm-hmm. who, they just, they were really sweet in the books, like, during the meeting of the High Lords, yeah. and there was some fun repertoire there of about how Vivian wanted to be a high lady, and, like, I just, yeah. I don't know, they seem like good solid people yeah and so I felt like they treat each other more as equals versus exactly. like autumn court where the wife is clearly not an equal exactly so it's like I really appreciated their relationship and their repertoire so I hope they're in more books in the future I hope so okay next day day court yeah I can go with that yeah um, so High Lord is Helion Spellcleaver, which, what a name. Uh, it's such a bad name. Spellcleaver, I love that. Um, and we find out he's actually Lucian's biological father, but Lucian does not know this. I love that so much. I know. <laughs> so him and the Lady of Autumn Court got jiggy with it. <laughs> um, they are responsible for archiving Prithian's knowledge for magic for like centuries and they have okay. all the libraries um and Aramantha even raided and burned some of the libraries Ugh. which is terrible she's the worst um again one of the solar courts so night courts to the north dawn court to the south mm-hmm. and they were one of the three that rebelled against Aramantha yeah so it was really well I think also part of the reason why his name is Helion Spellcleaver mm-hmm. is because his power is to cut through enchantments so he's able to help break that makes spells, sense. hence spell cleaver. Very, very clever there. Yeah. The <laughs> but I just, Helion as a character is just so, he's so charismatic. Yeah. And so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering the lines between what is Kanan and what I've just seen on TikTok. Yeah. But the um, impression of his 
desire for like threesomes in the night. I was gonna say, I just remember him wanting to like sleep with everyone and was so open about the sexuality and it just cracked me up. I'm like, good for you, dude. Yes. Good for you. I enjoy your him. best life. Very much a personality. I liked him. <laughs> All right. Okay, so next up, number four, let's do Autumn. Okay. Because we like know it. some like people's names, but we don't know much about it. Right. Like, literally, we know, so Baron is the High Lord. Eris mm-hmm. um, is one of his sons, yep. whom I hate. We all um, <laughs> Well, people are trying to be like, no. I think he might have redemption coming, but as of right now, we can hate him. As of now, he's a monster. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Lucian came from them, so he's not part of that court anymore, but that's where he's originally from. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, if it's not biologically via yeah. his father. Um they're known as the Court of Foxes, mm-hmm. which feels appropriate. Especially and regarding Lucian's mask that he yes. winds up having is a fox mask. So. Oh my gosh, it does. And then also, um, their power apparently is more connected to like fire, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because I don't think fire when I think autumn. No, but Vera definitely taps into that power yes. in the books. So. so this court is just like really good at making me mad. Yeah. through this whole series. And it's so funny because it's supposed to be one of like the most beautiful courts. I know. It's so hard for me because like <laughs> fall is my favorite season. So I part know. of me is like, honestly, I'd probably be happiest if I lived in the fall court. Like I could do winter, but fall is probably where I would be like physically happy. But then I'm like, but they all suck there. I know. Like why does everyone suck in autumn? It's a bummer. But I just, his, Lucian's whole family is just so monstrous, and it's like... Yes. Y'all, all of you, need to go. Goodbye. Yes. But, especially Eris, the whole... Him with more. The whole more situation, it's like... I think we're going to learn more about that. I'm sure we are, but it's just, it, what it shows me is like, this generational cycle in the Autumn Court of manipulation and violence and you know, obsession with power. Yep. So I, I don't like our interactions with Autumn. We'll see how that changes. Yeah. But that's kind of what Autumn feels like. What, I forgot to ask this for some of the other ones, but what do you think the aesthetic for Autumn Court is kind of like? I mean, to me, I feel like Autumn is very, everybody's got it in their mind. Like you think like the beautiful leaves changing mm-hmm. and just like the pretty colors and I don't know. To me, it's very not exciting because I already have images of a true autumn. I feel like the solar courts are definitely the ones that are yeah. more imaginative because there's not exactly a reference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think like beautiful fall, like trees, like strolling through. That's... For the homes, the main thing that keeps popping into my mind are like cabins. And I don't know why, but like, <laughs> but like, a like a log wood outwards aesthetic on a house. I don't know why that keeps popping into my head. I don't like, think that, but that to me, I guess it makes me, sense. Autumn is like, ma- like when I hear all of that, I think about like the mountains and that's why yeah. my brain goes to like that kind of thing. Now I don't picture it being like small. Like I, in California at Disneyland, they have this thing called like the Great California Adventure like Lodge, and it's this big lodge and it's really beautiful on the inside. And I think that's kind of what my brain pictures as a possibility of what their, you know, main courthouse looks like. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like I don't think log cabin. I think maybe more like New England style, like Ooh. just very, like I just, I just 
picture everything like up there, all the leaves changing, like these mm-hmm. big like they're not, I don't even know how to describe the houses. I don't really know what I see in the autumn court, I guess, like for housewives. But yeah. I don't see log cabins. I feel like more like elegant. Yeah. Um but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So next up, summer. Yes. So with this, I picture I'm just gonna say this off the top. It's like I picture like the little mermaid castle but like above ground yes no that's something exactly. that feels like a giant sand castle yeah or like made out of like coral like yeah above ground very very like open like tons of like massive like holes where you'd expect windows to be yeah but, like, no windows yeah just in the bluest <coughs> wait so tarquin is the one who runs that yes high lord is tarquin um but he's actually like the newest high lord because aramantha mm-hmm. killed um, Nostris was the previous High Lord, so yeah. he was recently killed in his family, so Tarquin took over because he was, like, a prince or, like, a, yeah. somebody close to being in power. And then the big thing with the Summer Court in the series is that they protect half of the cook, or half of the cook, half of the book of yeah. breathing. Yes. And so... Several people in the Night Court are now banned from the Summer Court. Yes. Um, also, he gave Feyre the ability to control water. Oh, yeah. So, which she uses several times, actually. She does. I like the idea of some summer court, despite, you know, our the inner heat. circle being kicked out and the heat. I don't know. It just, it feels like it has good vibes when you're there. Yeah, I very much like the atmosphere that they portray in the book. Just, yeah. like, the fish market and just, like, yeah. everybody outside. and It feels like what vacation feels like in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then next up, second to last, let's talk about our least favorite spring. <laughs> I don't know if it's least favorite, uh, but... That's true. Autumn is probably the least favorite. Yeah, but... so High Lord is Tamlin, yep. which we know. Um, <laughs> he gives Farrah the ability to shapeshift, which is cool and useful. It's very useful. It prevents her from dying, so yeah. it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, one thing I remembered about the spring court that we didn't really see anywhere else was that they do... That biannual tithe. Oh, yeah. Um, which, like, she was asking, like, I remember her specifically asking Reese about it in the night court. And they're like, no, we don't do that. Why would mm-hmm. we do that? Like, we don't expect our subjects to give us, you know, a tithe. But that's how the spring court, you know, they're forced to pay tribute to right. the High Lord. And she has that whole debacle with, like, the, not mermaids, but. Yeah, I know the, what you're the talking people about. People of the water. Yeah. No, I totally forgot about that. And the yeah. Springport also has that um, Kalamai. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they have that whole ritual that, again, I don't think you really see in the other courts. So no. it feels very, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. Ritualistic? Not like Almost. barbaric, but like. Something along those lines. I'm trying yeah. to think of the right word to describe it. Um, yeah, I guess just very ritualistic, very um, like rudimentary mm-hmm. in their like thinking of how magic works and how the world works yeah. and how things should be. So it's like, you know, at first Tamlin kind of portrays it as like, oh, I don't enforce rank in my court. And then it's like, I mean, you didn't win Lucian, but you got all these like 20 other things that are very archaic. Yeah. Archaic, that's the that's word I'm word. looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, it feels like a very archaic court. Yeah. 
Um, and then Tamlin's just, like, there by himself, wasting away. So it's like, mm. we'll see what happens. Because, like, no one's there anymore. Yeah. So it's, like, desolate, basically. Yes. It is, like, the... Which is the opposite of spring. Spring is, like, known for, like, abundance and yeah. growth. And it's just barren. Yeah. And they're also, like, the final frontier before the wall. Right. So, like, if anything is to happen, like, it's going to go down in spring court. <gasps> so... It's interesting. I'm curious how that will grow. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the best court. The night court. The night court. Which is kind of like split in two. You yeah. have the court of nightmares, mm-hmm. which is where Hewn City is. Yep. And then you have the court of dreams, which is where Valaris is. Yeah, which I just want to be a part of so badly. So badly. So it has the mountains. It has, it's known for winnowing. Mm-hmm. Um Kier, who's Moore's dad, oversees the Court of Nightmares. Mm-hmm. And so there's that, like, very clear barrier between that and Valaris. Yeah. And most people don't even know Valaris even exists, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. And they have such a bad reputation amongst, yes. like, all the other courts. Like, everybody thinks these are savages, and but nobody really knows what goes on over there, which is interesting. And they have such a reputation that people don't go there because it sounds so bad. Yeah. And they think they'll just... You know, something bad will happen if they go over there. Well, the Court of Nightmares lives up to that reputation. They do, for sure. It's just the other half that no one knows about. Right. It's very much, like, it plays right into that classic, like, enemies to lovers thing. Or, like, the morally gray character who's, like, actually good. Because, I mean, in this case, like, the high lord of it, Reese, is exactly that. He puts on this air for, like, very specific reasons. But at his core, and at the court's core... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beauty in it too. Yeah. So this is one of my I'm honest, honest to God, I'm gonna like cry probably when the TV show like reveals what this looks like. Oh, it's gonna be the most beautiful thing. It better live up to my imagery in my head. I know. Well, and then just like again with these solar courts, I'm so curious. I know, I know Reese said at one point, like it can't be night all the time, like we mm-hmm. can't stop the sun. Um, but I'm curious if there's like I don't know, how, how night gets infused in the day in that court, for example. Right. So it's like, even though it's technically daytime, how is this world different because it's still technically the night court? Like I see, like, darker colors, like, deep, rich, like, yeah. rich toned colors mm-hmm. in everything and, like, how people dress. Yeah. And just, like, I see, like, fires going all the time just, like, to, like, keep the warmth yeah. when it's, like, since it's night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems so pretty in my head. It seems so lovely. I know. And also, Farah is the first High Lady. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> this is the where the one and only High Lady lives. Yes. That's so funny. My next note was going to be that the Bat Boys exist there, but like they, I guess that one do. is important. <laughs> yes, we've got the Illyrians there. Love the Illyrians. Yes. Um, okay, but yeah, that's sort of like a really quick overview, just in case you needed a reminder of what the seven courts are, what they look like, who runs them, and just some fun little facts about them. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And let us know what you think. Jump in on the conversation. We look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye-bye.